Now, as you've been hearing in the bulletin, authorities in southeastern in the southeastern port city of Mariupol in Ukraine say that a fresh ceasefire is coming into effect to allow trapped civilians to evacuate. Meanwhile, in western Ukraine, the exodus towards the border continues. More than 1.5 million people have now fled Ukraine into neighbouring countries, according to the United Nations. Let's go to Ukraine now and speak with Jack Losh, who's a freelance reporter who is in western Ukraine at the moment. Uh, Jack, thanks for joining us. You've been moving, I know, across the country. Where are you now and what have you seen? Uh, Right now, uh, I'm in the city of Lviv, uh, a truly beautiful, exquisite uh, city in the west of the country, uh, full of cobbled streets, beautiful Baroque and classical buildings. Um, A much welcome sight after the horrors that we've all seen unfold over the last 10 days in Ukraine. Uh, We got here last night after a long journey, um, really over the last week, from the besieged northeastern city of Kharkiv, where we were when the war erupted uh, 10 or 11 days ago. Um, The the city of Lviv, where I am now, has really become one of the main sanctuaries for fleeing Ukrainian people, men, women and children, uh, as they converge on this city. Soldiers are in the street. There's a strict curfew uh, after dark. Uh, Some of them are staying here. Um, Others are moving south uh, to the lovely Carpathian Mountains, where they're hauling up with... um, with uh, relatives and friends and anyone else willing to help up in the mountains down there. And of, and of course, we're seeing many of them, so far more than one and a half million, um, moving to the surrounding countries uh, bordering here, Poland, Hungary, Slovakia and, and so on. And uh, how difficult is it in Lviv at the moment uh, to, to get food, to feed all of the people who are arriving into the city? I mean, this is this is by far one of the most kind of stable and uh, peaceful places in the country right now. That's not to say that it's not on a war footing. There are very well manned uh, barricades, checkpoints uh, around the city where a combination of militiamen and Ukrainian soldiers are guarding the entrance, checking papers, checking passports to make sure there aren't. I suppose, Russian sabotage or reconnaissance groups uh, coming in. Really, where we're seeing the unfolding humanitarian catastrophe at its sharpest are in the cities that are currently being besieged, bombed indiscriminately by Russian forces, notably Mariupol down in the southeast, the port city that you mentioned, where hundreds of thousands of people are trapped. Um, Some of these were supposed to be evacuated yesterday as part of a humanitarian corridor evacuation Russian shelling continued and they remain there without food and water. There is, There are reports that there's another humanitarian corridor, uh, well, the first one, will be opening up today, but as yet no information on how that's coming on. Just to give you a sense of how deplorable the conditions are there in the city, uh, I saw comments from an MSF, Médecins Sans Frontières, aid worker talking yesterday who said that the shelling has been getting harder and closer. They've been collecting snow and rainwater just to have some water to, to drink and also to carry out their operations. Queues to get food and free water are huge. Um, pharmacies, supermarkets, grocery stores are all getting destroyed by missiles and are really pushing people there, hundreds of thousands of people, into an absolutely abject state of survival, uh, living in terror as the shelling by the Russians continues. And as you moved across the country yesterday, Jack, what was it like? How dangerous is it to to travel across the country now? Well, we, we were very lucky enough to, to hire a car and 
Dnipro, another city that remains in Ukrainian hands. And when we pushed westwards, very much through the Ukrainian heartlands to the centre of the country, westwards, that for now are kind of providing safe passage for the many, many thousands of refugees fleeing. Uh, we passed through vast fields of black earth uh, where stands of wheat remained unharvested. And as, as you approach each town, huge tailbacks, many, many hundreds of cars long come out as as, 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 as there are checkpoints and the so- soldiers take their time checking people's papers. Mm. Uh, two nights ago, uh, we were unable to get any accommodation because all the hotels are packed with refugees. We were lucky enough to be put in touch with the headmaster of a, of an, of an ab- currently abandoned school because of the war on the outskirts of a town called Venezia. And this guy, I mean, a true humanitarian, putting himself in the line quietly and generously, housing hundreds of refugees who are passing through what is essentially a halfway house on their way to sanctuary, providing them with food, water, warm living quarters and abandoned classrooms and uh, the school theatre and and, and dormitories there and offering them a shoulder to cry on during this extremely difficult period for them. Indeed. All all right, Jack Loesch, freelance reporter in Ukraine. Please stay safe and thank you very much indeed for talking to us.